You are listening to Old Dog New Tricks with Abby Vollmer, where we are all about health, wellness, and a little sprinkling of faith. Today's episode will hopefully answer the question, how do I build and stay consistent with an active lifestyle? So I want to start with a question. Do any of you have that one friend that you think, oh, oh man, I, w- I wish I was more like her? Well, today I have invited her. Um, Her name is Linda Walsh, and Linda is a retired middle school teacher who currently works part-time as a university supervisor, supervising student teachers. She also watches one of her three grandchildren part-time as well, but the reason I have invited Linda to talk to us is that Linda leads a very active lifestyle. She runs and swims and cycles and spins and uh, does kayaking. She's just one of us who happens to keep movement an important part of her daily life, even at the age of 56. So I think there's a lot we can learn from her. So tell me, Linda, I know that you have competed in half marathons and triathlons and numerous other distance races. How did you get started distance running? Well, first of all, first of all, Abby, I have to say that you're one of those people that I say I would like to be a lot like you. So you are my, well, you are you. my person that, I, <laughs> that inspires me daily. Um, but um, I kind of just got into doing things because I wanted to get outside. Um, my daughter, Jolie, had just um, run a marathon in Chicago or in uh, Illinois. And um, she inspired me and we started running together. And so Jolie and I ran together, Annie and I ran together. And I, I got with a group of friends and we all started running together. And that's just kind of how it started. How old were you about when you started doing that? I would say probably about 44, maybe. Uh, see, that's so cool. I mean, this is what this is why I invited you, because I think a lot of our listeners are people who are, you know, further along in our, in our maturation, should I say. Right. And, right. Uh, you know, it's just amazing how many people I see and know who, who make this big evolution um, later in life. So... You also do things like um, swimming and and bicycling and kayaking. How did those come into your life? Well, um, I guess, you know, I I started with with walking and running. And uh, actually, the reason I I probably was inspired most is um, when my kids were little, I used to, you know, have my yearly doctor's appointment. And the doctor would say to you, do you exercise? And I would think exercise are you crazy how how can I exercise I'm just living my life how could I ever have time to exercise so it wasn't until my kids were older that I had the time to devote to that that I was able to start doing things for myself so I think when our kids are little it's it's very very hard to find time for that so I think because my kids got older and I I found the time I started Mm -hmm. to just find things to do after I I would run for a while then I would just look for another adventure and I um well, I started swimming. My friends, we had a, a group of us that wanted to do a triathlon, and it went from running to practicing swimming and then biking and getting new bikes and then going on trail rides. And, and then um, it's, involved, it's uh, evolved into, um, now I have several friends where we ride um, the gravel roads. We ride hills and we ride the gravel roads with our gravel bikes. So it's still evolving even now. Uh, that's wonderful. I want to go back to the point you were making about... <clears throat> you know, not having the time when your kids are younger, because I think a lot of young moms feel guilt about that, and they really shouldn't. I went through the same thing. I did not become active until my kids were older, and I thought it was kind of a, I I have to find something for myself 
you know, to do. I had wrapped myself into my kids so much that now I needed to find something to replace that. Um, So yeah, I think that's a really good point. Your group of friends, were they just local? Did you just find, you know, just start talking to people? How'd that come about? Can you remember? Well, I guess it just started out with um, my friend Jill across the street and and Bessie. They were out running and I was running and I thought I didn't want to run by myself. So I joined them and, you know, our group from time to time grew to, you know, four people, five people. And um, uh, it just it just grew. Now we're down to just the originals. It started, Um, but uh, we run just about every other day or maybe three to four days a week. Very nice. Okay, well. You know, <clears throat> starting later, 44s, you're now 56. Along the way, did you occur any incur any mm-hmm. injuries or setbacks during this time? Yeah, um, several. Um, I fell in kind of a pothole and I sprained my ankle. Then I broke my hand. And uh, recently, I had tendonitis in my hip. But so from time to time... I had to get over those things, um, but it just, I would, if I couldn't run, I would bike or I would swim or I would walk until I got better so that I could pick up running again or, and then those things that I did in the, in the times where I couldn't run became even more enjoyable and then I didn't quit those either. So I just kind of like added activities. That's neat. So I remember <clears throat> when you got the tendonitis, you started spinning. Right. A lot more. Yeah. Lot more. You, do you still spin? Yes. And, um. Blue Springs Fieldhouse has a, has a great spin program and uh-huh. great bikes and it's it's just great exercise and it, spinning just helps you um, you know become stronger and then you can bike better and you can run better yeah. and you meet friends there. Yeah, I, I met a friend. Uh, she we always it's just like you go into your church pew. Everybody has your spot. Well, mm-hmm. when you go to spin, you've got your bike and mm-hmm. you walk over and if somebody's in your bike, you just feel kind of out of sorts. But <laughs> I, um, there was a girl that she rides the bike next to me, and as we would ride, we would talk just a little bit, but over a period of time, I got to know her and found out she was getting ready to go on a mission trip, and um, just found out that she was a very faith-centered person and just a really neat person to for me to meet, and I thought, you can meet people everywhere all the time if you're open to it. Oh, that's That's really wonderful. You always have seemed to put activity as a priority in your day, not just in your week, but across your day. I remember after I lost my weight, so it had been about a year, and I finally reached my goal, um, and then I felt lost. I found out it's kind of sometimes, you know, it might have been what's called post-achievement depression, where I don't, you know, I met my goal. I didn't know where to go or what to do now. I I wasn't going to have my trainer, you know, pushing me along. I was just kind of lost. And I remember you saying to me, well, we're just going to have to go on some adventures um, together. And uh, then we we rode the Katy Trail Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we do our hikes Mm -hmm. and you've taken me to spin class. Uh And so how do you make this, like, do you make movement a daily priority? And well, I do, but I don't think about it. I don't, I don't, I don't purposely think, okay, what, what can I make myself do today? I just, it just happens. Or I think when, when can I do something? Because the doing something is what makes me feel good. Uh-huh. So if it's a walk or a hike or a new place to go, or um, it's just, I think it's what drives me. So how do you keep it interesting? I mean, you, so you've been doing this for 12 years. How do you not burn out? 
Well, I never stop doing it. Like, I never stop. I see. And I, I always think if I, you know, if I have an injury or if I, if I have a sore muscle, um, well, I don't stop completely. Maybe I stop for a day or two or I choose a different activity. But in my mind, I can never let myself stop because it would be too hard to get, to get back to where you were before. Because uh, that's you, the truth. you get better and then you, you know, if you, if you think, oh, I think I just won't, I won't run for a couple of months and then I want to get back to it, it will be so much harder. Mm-hmm. So I just try to not allow myself to stop. I see. So I got to ask you, I got to ask you something here. <laughs> Tell me about your fitness tracker. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> this makes I'm me addicted laugh. to it. I'm addicted <laughs> to my watch. My watch. I, I, when I run, you know, you have to use your tracker. You have to know how far you went, how fast you went. Um, you, you know, when you're biking, you want to know what was your fastest speed. Um, it's just it tracks everything all day long, and you get addicted to it. You really do. Yeah. How well, much sleep we're data, you get? We're data geeks. Right. Right. <laughs> That's it, right. And there was a time that. Um, something that really helped me was I logged what I did and I would write down, you know, where, how far I went. I'd write down my times and those things kind of inspired me and, and encouraged me to keep going. Yeah. And so that's a, those tracker, little personal challenges. Right. Mm-hmm. And so your watch does that for you. It keeps all your records. Yeah. So I, I remember one time you told me that like you have a daily calorie burn that you, you like to reach or, or it, maybe it was in spin class. There's a specific mm-hmm. calorie burn oh, yeah. you'd like to reach. Oh, yeah. So do you set those little kind of personal yeah, challenges? I, I all have the time? to, I like to me, I have to have a goal to work for. I wouldn't want to just go out and just run until I was tired. I would need to set a goal to, well, I'm going to run here to this place or stop at this place. I, and I set that goal ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So on, on the spin bikes, they have uh, they have distance counters, they have calorie counters, and so I just set I set a goal in mind, and I, I go until I reach it. Sometimes the class is over, and everyone leaves, and I'm still there <laughs> because I haven't met my goal yet. <laughs> or sometimes I go early so I can start ahead. So when the class is over, I've reached my goal. Well, and it's I think just that's... my goal. It's sure. not my goal that I think other people need to set it's just what where I want to be right so you don't you don't it, your big passion is not necessarily competing against never. other people I never never okay um well I have to I wanted to ask you I know this is maybe kind of a tough question but when you were a teacher I know you were the sponsor at the middle school for the fellowship of Christian athletes and or one of the sponsors mm-hmm. and um so as an as an athlete yourself has faith played any kind of role in in your athleticism in what you do to keep active well when you know when you're running it's a good time to say a prayer mm-hmm. um when i run when i go in in the morning i meet my friend jill about five o'clock in the morning and it's dark and it gives me a great time to to pray on the way and um i i always start my prayers out with you know thanking thanking Jesus for dying for our sins and for God for giving the sacrifice of his son. But then I thank, I thank God for giving me the, giving me the day and for giving me the, the, the energy and the ability to get outside and to, and to do things and to be active. And that's a good time to do it as I, as I drive in and I think about it, it's a new day, the yeah. beginning of a new day. And I think that kind of you know, grounding before you go to do something like that you know, takes it off of you. So it's, you're basically saying, okay, this isn't my, this isn't me that's doing it. It's a gift I've been given. It's a gift to my body. It's a gift to my, 
that I have the body that I can use right now. Not that he doesn't give that gift to others, you know, but it is just a way of saying thank you before you ever go into that activity. You know, it's just a nice way to... Right, because we have so much to be thankful for. Mm -hmm. Not just... Not just, um, you know, running or biking or swimming, but just to be able to have the opportunity to be outside and to to get together with friends and all those things are, they're just, they're just, um, you know, things that enrich our lives and help us be happy and thankful for all the things that we have. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, let's, <clears throat> we're going to close here in just a minute. I want to kind of, I like to recap to kind of give a summary what we talk about, but this is going to be kind of hard because we kind of got to draw back on some of the stuff you've said. So if, if I was a listener, I would say, well, if I wanted to start an active life, I'd start with something, walking, running with somebody right. as a social kind of activity with right. others. Right. I would, you know, find somebody that can share with you, um, share in the activity and then make a commitment and a commitment getting out and doing something whether it's walking or biking or going to a spin class in your mind you have to think about it it's not just once and it's not just i'm going to try it this week it's i'm going to develop a habit mm-hmm. maybe it's once a week maybe it's twice a week but it becomes part of what you do mm-hmm. and it's the habit that leads to um the healthy lifestyle that will make you continue and not give up mm-hmm. so in closing, I know that you and your husband have a saying, mm-hmm. and I think it's, we got to live. Right. We got to live. We got to live. And I think the emphasis on is on live. So right. can you leave us with what you mean by that? Well, you know, now that, you know, we, we have more time and our kids are grown up and we're proud of them and they're, they're all doing wonderfully in their lives. You know, we, we sit back and sometimes we have to make a decision about something we're going to do and whether we do some, we do, whether we do one activity or whether we do something else, we'll say, you know what, we got to live and we do what is most enjoyable or what's going to be the most fun or, um, the thing that is just going to help us enjoy our time together the best. And so sometimes, um, we don't. We might not make a sacrifice. We'll choose what is going to help us live and enjoy our, our time. And we say, you know what, we got to live, and that helps us make the decision. All right. Well, that's great. So, there it is, you guys. I hope that you got a little bit of inspiration. I know that was incredibly inspiring to mm-hmm. me. So, well, thank you very inspiring. much, Linda, for coming. Oh, let's <laughs> <laughs> not do that. <laughs> but thank you. All right. So, th- thanks for listening, and we will talk next time.